0: get this shindig a rolling
1: let's do this
0: say goodbye to steven universe
1: man it's it's wild to think about that huh
0: right that we just won't be watching this show anymore
1: yeah what the fuck
0: Tuning into Gay Space Rocks, a Steven Universe watching podcast where we watch Steven Universe future. My name is Brian. I use he him pronouns. You can find me on the internet at RoomWarePod. And you can find this podcast on Twitter at GaySpace Pod. With me, as always, is my final co-host, August.
1: Hello. Yes, it is the final countdown. Um I'm August. You can find me. <laughs> Keep going. Yep, <laughs> you <can. laughs> um you can find me on Twitter for the time being at HarpyDora. My pronouns are they them and that's that's all I got.
0: Yep. Um let's see. Let's take a look at cartoon news. Uh Justin Roiland is a sex pest and he's gone forever. Uh that's today's headline. Um good fucking riddance to him. Yep. Um, it would seem the, that, uh, the shows that he was part of will continue, which is good that all those people don't lose their fucking jobs because he's a piece of shit.
1: Yeah. From, from what I've gathered, um, Mm -hmm. basically he hasn't been allowed in the writer's room for Rick and Morty for like three seasons.
0: Yeah. He's just the voice of Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty.
1: Yeah. And guess what?
0: You can put somebody's voice, other voice on there. Doesn't fucking matter. Yep. Um, let's see um apparently the m ms company is getting rid of the m ms as spokespeople and is going to replace them with maya rudolph okay uh possibly it's i don't know a fucking conservative media seems mad about it i guess but they just love to talk about, like, no, but, like, fucking uh, Tucker Carlson has such a goddamn hard-on for fucking M&Ms, and I don't know why. It's so <sighs> stupid. No one gives a shit. It's all fake bullshit, like, rainbow, like, fake liberal bullshit anyways from the M&Ms company, because I bet you Mars doesn't care. I'm sure they get all their fucking chocolate from slave labor, like. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, who gives a shit what pronouns the M and M's use when you're using fucking human suffering to make your chocolate? But whatever.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, uh.
0: <laughs> um, I think that's it. Uh, as far as actual cartoon news.
1: I mean, we touched on it briefly. Uh, last uh last time we spoke, but uh, mm-hmm. the Owl House episode has officially come out now
0: yes uh, I will briefly speak on it because I have watched it um the uh I think I was trying to think there's maybe something else uh oh um a lot of people got really mad at the new like Pink Floyd is having some kind of like anniversary edition of dark side of the moon that came out and like uh, people got really mad because there's a rainbow in it um accusing king floyd uh, of being woke yep i guess because they've never seen the actual cover of dark side of the moon yep um we live in the worst timeline
1: well, i would
0: i would rather be in the ridley scott blade runner timeline
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's my understanding, though, Roger Wa- Wa- Roger Waters has said uh, trans rights before in concert, so, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, listen, I'm not saying that, like, Pink Floyd is or is not an ally or whatever. That's just the cover of Dark Side of the Moon. It's been that since the 70s. And yep. I, I don't know about—I have— Concern I'm sure I have concerns about uh fucking um um Dave David Gilmore. Uh I just any rich white man I just generally assume is probably fundamentally bad. Yeah. Um guitar players have a tendency to just randomly be pieces of shit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh so despite me basing a lot of the way that I approach guitar, uh, around him. So I just, I'm like, I'm just going to ignore David Gilmore's politics so I can continue existing.
1: Fair. Never meet your
0: uh, heroes. Nope. Uh, let's see. I think that's it. Uh, what cartoons have you watched this week, August?
1: So there's, we're gonna we're gonna start with the the stereotypical Minecraft YouTube first, and mm-hmm, then we're gonna mm-hmm. move on to other things that I've watched. I love um, that we've
0: turned that into a stereotype somehow.
1: Yeah, the the it, it's a stereotype that I watch Minecraft YouTube. Um, but, um, there's, there's actually been a bit of a drought in Minecraft YouTube content, uh, recently, you know, people going on vacation for the holidays, that kind of thing, you know, Mm -hmm. makes sense. Um, so we've been watching through a back catalog of one of the YouTubers. We watch, uh, uh, smallish beans. And, uh, we've been watching a, a series that he did with his wife, Called build verses, where they each they get a prompt, and they each have to build something based on that prompt. And it's incredibly wholesome. They're both very supportive (laughs) of each other. Um, It's very cute. Yeah. Uh,
0: How big are the beans?
1: Smallish. Okay. Good. Yeah.
0: I'm glad that there's truth in advertising there.
1: Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's 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 very cute. Um, it is a completed series, which is a shame because it's very entertaining. Um, but you know, if you're interested in uh, people in modded Minecraft going into creative mode and making just bonkers ass shit, uh, it's a uh, it's a good time. Nice, but uh, so that's 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 where Minecraft YouTube is. So. On uh, on the, the the front of other cartoons, um, Anya has a Crunchyroll subscription, and we have been—I I say have been—we finished like we watched the entire series of uh, *Other Side Picnic*, which oh, nice. is based on uh, some Yuri light novels. I think I think it was a light novel first, and then a manga.
0: Wait, isn't um, uh, okay? Isn't Other Side Picnic a, a Yuri light novel based on? Um,
1: loosely based on Roadside yeah. Picnic. Loosely, okay, that's what I
0: thought. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's I almost loosely said Stalker,
0: and I'm like, no, it's not Stalker. Just stalker is based on that thing. Yes,
1: it is loosely based on Roadside Picnic, um, but it's very entertaining. I'm, I'm sad because they didn't kiss, but you know, so they they. They've been pulling a lot of like quasi no homo bullshit, but it's very clear that they love each other very much and need to kiss. But um, I was genuinely surprised because there's surprisingly there's, there's not that much fan service in it with one exception. Well, two exceptions, there's a beach episode and Mm -hmm. obviously, you know, they have, you know, bikinis uh, but also, there's a lot of like military fan service. Like
0: okay, just some like military otaku shit.
1: Yeah, just just a little bit of like a little bit of emphasis on like guns and the type of guns they have and what their loadouts are, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, weirdly, they end up running into some Marines from Okinawa, uh, which was bizarre. Um, I was under the impression that, that, uh, U.S. Armed Forces aren't necessarily looked kindly upon, uh, in the areas that they're, uh, stationed at, so, but, uh, overall, really fun. I Uh, mean, that
0: might be the juxtaposition of, like, military, like, a person who's real into military shit making this anime.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? That's very possible. Um it's very fun it's nice to see a yuri that isn't just you know wholesome slice of life it's you know it's it's a, a horror horror comedy so mm-hmm. uh but like um, i said very fun
0: oh 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 uh there's like um there is like a uh like a an anime like a yuri anime uh that is also not like a wholesome slice of life that you should probably check out
1: what's that if you're it's gonna Gundam say G- Mercury August. <laughs> It's it's on our watch list. It's on our watch list. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. It's it's on the watch uh, that's list. Fair.
0: I've heard I've heard really good things about about that that show.
1: Yeah, I just I couldn't resist. I I love the premise, so um, it's it's very good. Has I hope it gets G-Witch a season actually two. Actually,
0: hit. Um, Crunchyroll?
1: It's on Crunchyroll. I don't know if the whole series is up, but okay. it's it's definitely, like, on our Crunchyroll watch list, like, you know, okay. where you can bookmark series, so.
0: Okay, cool, 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 cool. I didn't know what, it, I didn't know if it was doing the day and date, you know, sometimes Crunchyroll would do the day and date subtitles.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, haven't investigated I know, it too closely. Yeah.
0: I don't think there's a dubbed version of it, which is fine. The, the, the voice actor for the, um... The main character is is so good that I do not want it dubbed. <laughs> Fair. Um. Let's see. What have I been watching? So many goddamn things. Um. Watched the Owl House. Mm-hmm. Uh. Second TV movie, I guess. Uh. Second forty five minute special. Um. Talk about a show that just like. Every time I watch it, I'm like, wow, I can't believe they did so much with 45 minutes, and I'm so fucking mad that they had to. Mm-hmm. Um. Just so mad. It's very cute. It's a very good episode. It it focuses on my it like um focuses on some different characters uh that aren't just lose. Um. So that's good. I am um, they they did a ship which is they have been building toward, and it was really good and cute, but I am uh, mad because they could have done more uh, because I feel like for this is for everybody out there who's not August who hasn't watched this. <laughs> hey, this is Brian jumping in. Uh, I am a dum dumb and don't put any kind of tag in here. I'm about to spoil a small part, like an extremely tiny part of the Owl House special. Uh, skip ahead... 30 seconds, maybe two minutes or so. Um, and you'll be well past it and you're not gonna miss anything of consequence. Sorry. It's coming back. Make that change, make that skip in three, two, one. Um I feel like uh Hunter and Willow and Gus should all just be a little cute little thruple. They've got the energy. The energy is there, and they should be like a little (laughs) thruple. Um so that's my only complaint. <laughs> my only note, they didn't do the specific thing that I wanted that they haven't set up in canon at all. Um <laughs> uh, otherwise great show. We'll talk about it soon.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Um let's see. I also have watched the first two episodes of the Last of Us series.
1: I've heard that it's you know it's what it it's is the last of it's, us it's yeah. a shot for shot remake of the game for the most part is what i've heard i wouldn't i feel like that's reductive they
0: are really ex- like the material is very focused on joel in joel's perspective in the video game i don't know if you've ever played the last of us
1: uh i got um, like four or five hours in but i'm really bad at shooters so yeah and shooting I, things
0: it's the only game I've ever played on a PlayStation three, <laughs>
2: uh,
0: despite owning a PlayStation three. Um, the it's a I mean, I like The Last of Us. I like the first game. I think it's pretty good. Um, I haven't played the second game. I don't care. Um, I feel like calling it a shot for shot. Remake is reductive of the work that the the writers are doing. They really, really expand, especially in the first episode on Joel's kid like in the the pre times Mm
2: -hmm.
0: um they're doing a good job of trying to like doing a lot more to like show the world and the environments and stuff like that out so like we we decidedly follow characters that aren't Joel Mm -hmm. um which is good like they're not I mean there are sections that are shot for shot remakes of the the game um but also I feel like that's just true when you do adaptation or especially if you're going to do such like a thing that was already so cinematic. Yeah. You know? Um the monster effects look fucking good. They the the visuals in this show, fucking phenomenal. Um, like the game looks good, but like to render these things, like using visual effects and props and stuff like that, they look really, really fucking good. <laughs> Um, they've changed up the cordyceps somewhat, uh, mostly in the game, like you can get infected with spores in this one. It's like weird tendrils that come out of the, the people who are infected. Mm-hmm. It's probably, so they didn't have to try and film actors in gas masks the whole time, which is, yep. that's yep. hard to do. <laughs> yep. Um, that's hard to just mic, frankly. So I can't blame them for that. Um, Pedro Pascal is good cause he's good. He's a good actor, turns out.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, His Joel is slightly more likable than game Joel, but that may just be the fact that Pedro Pascal uses charisma and likability just naturally. (laughs) So uh, he's not uh, he's not quite as like gruff as the Troy Baker version of Joel is. Um, The Ellie that they've cast is good. Mm hmm. Overall, I'm fine with it. I will continue to watch it. <laughs> um I'm trying to think if there's any kind of weird weird rabbit holes I've gone down. Um, another thing that I rewatched this week is I forced Shannon to watch uh Streets of Fire, colon, a rock and roll fable. <laughs> uh uh, a movie that is bad and I love. It's like the only, like, I generally am not, like, a person who likes B-movies. Or, like, s- so bad they're good movies. But, mm-hmm. like, Streets of Fire is the perfect mix of dumb bullshit that I fucking love. Um, It's really moody. It takes itself incredibly seriously. The soundtrack legitimately fucking slaps. And it's basically a western. Um, And Willem Dafoe is in it. Audience, if you haven't ever watched Streets of Fire, Cole, and a rock and roll fable, you should, because uh, many of the people in Standing Stones, it is like in their top five movies. <laughs> I think it might be Jeff Stormer's favorite movie of all time.
1: I'm pretty sure it is.
0: <laughs> so... um it's got, like, it's, like, a soundtrack written by Ry Cooter and um, John Steinman and Stevie Nicks. Like, what more do you fucking want? <laughs> Tom Cody's gun shoots fire, and only fire. Willem Defoe wears vinyl overalls and walks through fire in them, and somehow they don't melt. I don't understand how that happened. Yep. Also, gay... Movie, real gay. Like, the movie is, uh... Just like there's like a, a, a teeming pulse of homosexuality going throughout the whole thing. So. um, Highly recommend Streets of Fire.
1: I need to watch that again. I, I remember watching it in my youth with a group of people that I no longer associate with. Thank God. But I recall it being bonkers bananas. Yeah, it is and, bonkers
0: bananas. It's not, like, good, but boy, is it a wild ride.
1: Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it. I remember enjoying it greatly, but I also remember it being absolutely batshit.
0: It is, yeah. It is a 100% a movie that was made, like, dystopian sci-fi was starting to take hold in the 80s, but also, like, Fifties throwback was also very popular in the like late seventies, early eighties, and Blade Runner had just come out. Like two years before this, like when this movie went into production, and all of those things are in this movie. <laughs> uh yeah. Um Alrighty. Well I believe the time has come. Yep we must bid adieu steven universe we are watching the last four episodes of steven universe future today episode 17 homeworld bound episode 18 everything's fine episode 19 i am my monster in episode 20 the future let's start with episode 17 homeward bound came out on march Uh, 23rd online and then 27th on TV. I don't remember. I think maybe it got leaked in France or something like that. Um, as is the way with Steven Universe shit. Official synopsis. Steven heads to the Diamonds for advice on how to control his new powers. That's fairly right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Spot on. The episode continues directly after the events of fragments uh, with garnet amethyst and pearl still waiting outside the bathroom door for steven worried that something may have happened to him jasper eventually emerges and uh when asked where steven is she moves to reveal him responding right here and performs the diamond salute steven walks out of the bathroom with a traumatized look on his face the gems attempt to try to talk to him again but steven ignores them as he heads uh, up to the observatory warp pad as they try to approach him, he grows pink, uh, angry at this, and creates a barrier, blocking the gems from reaching him. Um, and tr- he tries and fails to reassure them by saying that he loves them, but he can't help, but they can't help him anymore. He also tells them not to follow him, including Jasper, to which he coldly says, go find something better to do with your life, which surprisingly leaves her in a state of silent shock. Garnet reminds Steven that will always be your family, uh, tearfully, just before the warp pad activate and Steven leaves. Steven uh, warps to Homeworld and is now filled with natural life uh, and aesthetically pleasing buildings. Like the whole uh, vibe of Homeworld has changed dramatically. Um, heading inside to the Royal Palace, we see like a group of to- gems taking a tour. Talking about the old era one and two stuff. Um, but like kind of walking away from the crowd is Spinel. Um she sees Steven and immediately goes to greet him uh, out of joy which uh t- sets him off and turns him pink because he does not have fucking time for this shit takes a deep breath calming himself down and uh Steven asks uh, her to take him to the diamonds uh after kind of explaining what's going on with himself uh they go to yellow first who is attempting to repair an old gym experiment uh, after spending thousands of years she explains that after spending thousands of years uh kind of cracking gems forms yellow has decided to use her powers to restabilize gems um even if their gems are cracked or shattered uh which uh, gives her the idea that she like maybe she can restabilize all of the gems that are inside the cluster. Yellow and Steven talk about what's going on, with Yellow attempting to try and change. He, he, Steven's like, I keep growing big, and, and basically Yellow doesn't get it. She's like, oh, if your size is a fucking issue, I can fix that. And she makes him big. She's like, no, I don't want to be big. And then she makes him small. He's like, no, I don't want to fucking be small. And she's like, listen, if you're just going to be an asshole about it, like I can't solve this problem. I'm the physical. What you need is like the emotional, and that's Blue's department. So, Stephen goes to talk to Blue, who uh, is just, blue. basically, Blue, uh, while, like, Yellow has thrown herself into her work, Blue has discovered the, the healing power of marijuana. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's uh, about right. Yeah. Because uh, Blue, basically, instead of using her powers to make people sad... She now uses her powers to help people be happy, um, to feel joy and excitement. And Stephen's like, I don't want to feel like I don't want to be made to feel happy. I just want to know what's going on with myself, Um, though. Blue's clouds of happy, happy clouds. It's not it's not a good it's not a subtle metaphor. Um, (laughs) And we get a, a really good little song from Blue called My Little Reason Why. Um, has, like, kind of like a 60s, 60s pop vibe to it. Um, but Steven is able to overcome this uncontrollable happiness by glowing pink and being a shithead. Um, he explains that this isn't, uh, that he doesn't want to feel better, he just wants to be better. Blue explains to Steven that the problem that might not be, like, emotional, but rather something that is wrong with, like, you know, basically it's like... It, it's not that his problem isn't, isn't not emotional, but like, it's not like, he's not just feeling down a little bit down and needs to pick me up. Like there's something more deeper, like a self, like a self-worth issue going on. So they go to send him to see white diamond visiting white diamond. Uh, she tells him that basically like all the diamonds now have their powers flipped. Um, so instead of, like, taking control and puppeting other gems, she allows them to take control of her to be able to have, like, an internal dialogue with themselves. Um, the Basically, her powers now work in reverse. She demonstrates this with Spinel. Um, White then kind of asks Spinel to step outside so her and Steven can have some privacy. And after Steven explains this problem, she tells him that uh, what if he tried her way of understanding his, like a new point of view like basically like what if you go ahead and you take control of me and then you can have like this internal dialogue with, like you need to have a conversation with yourself so why don't you have a conversation with yourself um so uh he does that with pink or white diamond turning pink uh Steven is amused at first but realizes that he's seeing himself how he Like, this is the last thing that he wants to see. He doesn't want to see himself as a diamond because he doesn't want to be a diamond. Um, He begins to lash out uh, over this of being compared to a diamond as White makes the same movements that he does, causing her to destroy a part of her room, which scares Stephen. But then Stephen's like, why am I afraid? I'm the one that's in control. And remembers what happened in White, like, what happened to him from White in Change Your Mind when she ripped his gem out. Um, This kind of, like, flips everything sort of visually to where now Steven is bigger than White Diamond. Um, And he begins to sort of, like, take this anger and this, like, this repressed, uh, like, resentment toward White Diamond out on her uh, with White kind of becoming... Looking scared, like, with Steven's voice coming out of both of them. Um, He, uh... She begins to, like, slam... He forces her to begin to slam her head into a pillar, presumably in an attempt to shatter her, uh, just before he hits his own head and loses control over her. White is freaked the fuck out about this and asks him, like, what the fuck was that? Uh, To which Steven kind of, like, is very confused about the, this part of himself stammers and kind of like shifts pink and runs away. Um He begins to kind of swell up uncontrollably, like while running away from white Spinell chases after him, asks him where he's going. Steven remembers that Spinell once had vengeful thoughts and he's like Spinell. Okay, maybe you can actually help me. Like, how did you get over all of that anger that you had inside of her or inside of you, and she's like, "Well, I had somebody who could help me and start singing the uh the song the l- lyrics to change." And Stephen's like, "God damn it, I don't need my own fucking advice. What the fuck, people?" Um, the diamonds come out. A concern, like legitimately concerned for Stephen, and asks him to let them help. Uh, he anxiously de- declines running away. uh, Stephen or Spinell runs after him while his appearance changes, similar how he looked into fragments. <laughs> And Steven leaves the palace with with Spinel and the Diamonds, each trying once again to get him to accept their help. Steven, uh, in anguish, asks them not to follow him, and the episode ends with him warping away a star wipe at the end. Oh, boy. Fucking. Goddamn. The boy's having a bad time.
1: The boy is having a bad time. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, you I ever just like commit murder and then try and commit some more murder?
1: Yeah, uh-huh. That happens to me all the time, right? Yeah, true. It happens to everybody.
0: I have a story I can't tell you on a microphone similar to this, but not actually. I didn't murder anybody, legally. I have to say uh-huh. that I didn't murder anybody, but you guys, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> uh, so what do you think about the shifts in the diamonds.
1: I feel like I am ill-equipped to have the kind of conversation that probably needs to be had with regards to restorative justice and how the diamonds do or do not exemplify that. Mm-hmm. Um, I because think the I diamonds think.
0: Are, yeah. Go on. Sorry.
1: No, go ahead. No, no, go
0: on. Finish that. I
1: I think that it's, that's definitely like the angle that we're supposed to, you know, the the angle that we're supposed to view that from, uh, is one of restorative justice and like, you know, trying to fix, you know, fix the, the harm that you've done, even though it may not be possible to, to fully do that. And, you know, that kind of thing, but I'm not like a student, you know, a scholar of, of restorative justice. So I feel like I'm not necessarily, the best equipped to to discern how well uh how well this fulfills that yeah
0: that's fair um i also think that like the diamonds are kind of like a bit of a spectrum of it like i feel like at least for blue and yellow like they're they seem fully committed to their ideas i still feel like white is just kind of doing it to like is going through motions. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, like, at least, like, Yellow seems like she's very much committed to the idea.
1: Yeah, I mean... As does Blue, yeah. Yellow, I mean, Yellow, we have the the absolute, like, we have proof right there in front of us in the form of Mm -hmm. other characters uh, that she's committed to doing this. With Blue... You know, we have the evidence of like how she's using her her powers in a new way, but we don't necessarily have uh, um, testimonials of Mm -hmm. uh, people that she's helped.
0: Right. And with Spinel kind of being our like. Like our 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 um, cypher into like the diamonds, basically, because she's the new she's their new friend. New yeah. daughter, new collective daughter. <laughs> yep. Um. But uh, I did like, like I. It's nice to see that also. Like th- they visually changed Homeworld to show that like there has been a, like a massive shift. You know.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: Um. I do. I also like that. <laughs> I like that the um. Oh, what are they? The 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 two lawyer gems.
1: Uh, Zircon?
0: Uh, yeah, the Zircons. That was a very funny little joke. Like, I can't yeah. believe that Zircon... I can't believe Zircon is running for for new whatever. Now Zircon...
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a good uh, gag.
0: You see, audience, is a thinly veiled metaphor that both sides of the political spectrum are fundamentally the same, hewing to, like, a, a, a distinct center while never actually pushing any kind of progressive agenda. Um...
1: I, I wouldn't say that we're hewing to the center at this point, but. That's true. You know.
0: I mean, the Democrats are and that's the problem. The. Yeah. uh the, 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 um, So Stephen's real scary now. <laughs> like, yeah. really scary, like really, really scary.
1: Yeah. Uh huh. Um, and oh, go on. It's, it's definitely interesting to see like his, I, I don't want to say, you know, they're not intrusive thoughts. Um, shit. What's the word I'm looking for? Like his, his more impulsive thoughts given external, ec- uh, externality mm-hmm. in like the way in which he reacts to white diamond in that moment, because you know, that's not who Steven is, and, you know, the fact that he has those thoughts doesn't make him a bad person or anything like that, but clearly he's not coping well with them. But it's interesting right. to see them, you know, we had a little bit of it with uh, Cactus Steven, but, you know, this is, there's there's no denying what's going on and the kind of thoughts that he's been having and you know, why they might be distressing to him.
0: Yeah, for sure. And also like in this, like it's extremely like the thing. Steven really wants control over his life. Mm -hmm. Like that, you know, he wants to define himself. Mm -hmm. Uh, He doesn't want to be defined by being a diamond and he wants to have like this entire season is him feeling listless and like unmoored and like he doesn't have control over situations. And mm-hmm. trying to exert control to like poor effect. Um, but also, like, he's mad. Like, he's justifiably mad at White Diamond because she did kind of try to fucking kill him. Yeah. Like, more uh-huh. so than a lot of the other gems tried to kill him. Like, right? Like, Jasper's just following orders. <laughs> like, White Diamond is a, uh, you know, big fucking piece of shit. Um, so does that mean he should uh, make her murder herself? Probably not. That seems bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and just, like, the way they flip this, like, the way they, like, slowly kind of build to it, and, like, the, the trigger being seeing himself as a diamond, and then, like, not wanting that, but then feeling control over something that you've never had control over. Just, like great build in that scene to like just being straight fucking terrifying. Yeah. Steven maybe low key the strongest diamond I think actually. Uh Yeah. <laughs> and it's like something that the show has always been implying that Steven is way stronger than he lets on
2: mm-hmm.
0: in m- multiple ways. Um kind of like I don't Superman know. of hmm?
1: Oh, I was just going to say, I don't know if let's on is necessarily the right word. I think I think stronger than he realizes, because I don't think that he's actively trying to hide. No, yeah, that's fair.
0: I do think that he like kind of knows that he could go harder on stuff. Yeah, especially when it comes to like his physical strength. Yeah. Um, Though, you know, he's like right now he's discovering entirely new levels of power. Um again, like a metaphor for being a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> um I also love I love that the like are the like the slow implication that like everybody doesn't know how to help Steven because like Steven's always been the helpful one like they don't know how to like reciprocate the same sort of emotional vulnerability and understanding that he's given to them.
1: Yeah. Although, um, I mean, he could stand to use his own advice, like He really fucking could. Uh I don't think Spinell was wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think I think of all of the people that Steven spoke to that day Yellow was yellow was the most right in it's not a physical problem and Spinel was second most mm. right in that Steven needs to, t- to take his own medicine. Mm-hmm. Which
0: was like a problem, like that was the entire point of Steven Universe, the movie of Steven just not like trying to push himself and push himself and not like understanding, like giving all of this like care and everything to everybody else and not giving it to himself. Mm-hmm. um let's do you want to jump through these next two episodes one by one or yeah yeah because like they they are pretty distinct despite like flowing pretty one one into one so
1: yeah
0: um um oh right yeah some of this got cancelled due to COVID uh... sorry I'm reading something real quick
2: mm-hmm. um
0: Going through the the uh, the the the, what you call it the trivia at the bottom here. Lots of weird. Oh, uh, cultural references here. Uh, Did you know that "homeworld bound" is a play on play on words about the term "homeward bound"? Couldn't have gotten that one on my own. Um. do uh it's like also mentioned here is that spinel runs like sonic the hedgehog <laughs> in mm-hmm. this and it's true that is also true um actually spinel like they are correct here spinel does in fact do a lot of sonic the hedgehog shit in this this episode because she does a spin dash with like basically a spin dash sound effect and then mm-hmm. also does the Tails style propeller flying with her legs. Hmm. Um, all right. Next episode. Episode 18 came out on March 27th. Uh, Everything is Fine, written by uh, Maya Peterson and Amish Kumar. Official synopsis. Steven insists that everything is fine. <laughs> I mean, All they're right. not wrong. They're not wrong, but they're not right either. <laughs> uh the episode continues immediately where the last one left off with Steven warping back home. He is now the big he's now Big Pink Steven. Um we will refer to it as Big Pink Steven. Um, he slowly and quietly goes inside, slumps onto his bed, and he then gets a call from Connie, who notes that, uh, she hasn't spoken to him since the hospital, and asks if he's feeling any better from the swelling. He jumbles with his response before settling on, maybe... He then attempts to change the subject by asking Connie how she's been preparing for college. Connie tells him that it's been fine, but becomes concerned with Steven's answer to her question. Panicked, Stephen hangs up and once again struggles with keeping his mind together, which interferes with the television displaying his rage against Greg, Jasper's recent shattering, and the nearly shatter- shattering of White Diamond while controlling her. He turns off the TV and he sees his reflection, noticing that his pupils are shaped like diamonds. Uh, looking with disbelief, he denies his outbursts, uh, he has with everybody and constantly tells himself that it's fine. Everything is fine that he can fix this. Uh, he looks at a painting of him as his younger self and Steven yells this aloud, certain that he is the same person as he was years ago and that his powers along with the denial caused the windows to crack and the gems to notice of his presence, shocked at his appearance. Even Garnet herself says that they're all worried, uh, this is weird. Basically, Garnet says that they're like all of the gems are extremely worried about Steven, but Steven reassures them that it, nothing's wrong. Everything's okay. It's fine. This is totally fine. I want to be like this. Uh, he gets the idea that um, since he's quit running Little Homeworld, everything's really gone downhill, so maybe he should go and visit Little Homeworld. Um, and then he uses his super speed to run the fuck out of the house. Uh, he arrives at Little Homeworld and. He looks for any gems in need of assistance. He starts by visiting Peridot in the greenhouse, who is teaching her gem students about horticulture. Uh, He takes notice of the plants that are in bad condition. He attempts to heal them with his powers, but Peridot halts him from doing so, reminding him that, hey, Amethyst told me about your last plant situation, and maybe we shouldn't, like, um, be doing that. But the plants appear to be dying, so Peridot kind of lets Steven go ahead, and he uses healing power to cure the plants. This all goes fucking terribly, um, as the plants immediately become sentient and rush outside of the greenhouse. Um, they're all shaped like big pink Steven. They break through and they start running a fucking muck. Uh, Garnet is giving advice to a couple. Um, oop, I lost my place. Garnet is giving advice to a couple... And she hears Peridot screaming. Uh, she begins ready to fight, but is blocked by many what this synopsis is calling Topiary Stevens. Uh, Steven uh, then intercepts this as, or interprets this as that he's helped just like a whole lot. And he uses his super speed to search home world for more people who need help. Our little home world for more people who need help. Uh, as he walks through the little home world, he sees Bismuth in her forge and monologues about going the, the ongoing shop class. Amethyst notices St- Steven is talking to himself and asks if he's okay, but he doesn't respond. Uh, Inside the forge, Bismuth is testing new armor with Yellow Pearl as the model. Steven then approaches. Didn't we just see Yellow Pearl on Homeworld? (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) I think, maybe not, maybe I'm wrong. Um, but I could have sworn Yellow Pearl was on Homeworld. Uh... Stephen asks if she needs any help. So business offers Stephen to let, uh, to help Stephen offers to let help let Stephen help shape a pauldron. Um, Stephen is excited and he prepares to mold it with his fist, but business stops him, explaining that he's supposed it's supposed to be detailed in the armor. She offers him a small hammer, which he accepts, feigning forgetfulness. Uh, he taps the metal, bending it, but in the process, splits the a- anvil clean in. Fucking half, despite being extremely light with his touch. Stephen cracks a joke about this, but Bismuth is really upset that her anvil has been destroyed. Me and Bismuth on the same page about this, so Stephen laughs off the situation, throws the hammer behind him, and just fucking books it, looking for opportunities to help elsewhere. Uh, and then, like a bunch of topiary, Stevens show up and are causing fucking chaos everywhere. Stephen stops to see that Amethyst is playing basketball with a bunch of gems. Baseball. And Oh, baseball, sorry. Uh, baseball with a bunch of gems. He asks if he can participate, which Stephen allows him to. With Onion as the hitter and Nefrite as the pitcher, Onion successfully hits the ball, but it begins to head toward a window where inside the Heaven Beetle and the Earth Beetle are sharing tea. Um, Stephen rushes to catch the ball before it hits the window, garnering applause from the players. Stephen is amazed at how he was not only able to catch the ball but also genuinely save somebody during the situation and didn't fuck it up at all. Uh he shouts in joy only to cause yet another outburst um which like the sound wave destroys a bunch of fucking buildings. Steven looks on in embarrassment and nervously apologizes for his mistake. Uh but tries to brush it off saying that it, making mistakes is okay and that he can improve them. And he picks up some of the remaining neighbor um some of the neighborhood and little Homeworld. As more Stevens come in, topiary Stevens come in to help. Um, finally, back at the temple, Steven warps back in surprise to find Connie, Greg, and the gyms all waiting for him. Connie reveals that she tried to call Steven multiple times until, but his powers kept interfering with her phone, displaying current, Steven's current behavior during the day. Uh, basically saying, like it's a repeated message of Steven saying, Steven is not okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Stephen ke- keeps denying the, what he's feeling, but Greg responds that, like, no matter what happens, everyone here will support him. But this kind of can f- pushes Stephen to go down even further into this, like, hole of self-hate, where Stephen, like, is explaining that, like, there's nothing to worry about. But Connie reassures him that they are, in fact, worried and concerned for his well-being, and if something is wrong, he can just tell them what's up. Stephen doesn't want to talk, uh, and he kind of begins to spiral here um, and start swelling as he he avoids talking about his feelings. Amethyst and Pearl. Um, it's also during this that Amethyst uh, and Pearl uh, find out that Stephen was in the hospital with Pearl. At, kind of being like, what the fuck do you mean you were at the hospital? Steven starts to get really, really upset, um, thinking that everyone's overreacting. He admits things that he's done uh, from the events of Mister Universe and Homeworld Bound. This shocks everybody. And then he finally admits to nearly, he's like, while doing this, he talks about how he nearly a shattered White Diamond. Everybody looks really shocked. He's like, no, no, it's not that bad. I actually shattered Jasper. Everybody is fucking horrified at this news, Um, and Steven reveals that, no, no, it's fine, I can fix the situation, I can always fix the situation, Um and, like, I can just keep messing up forever, and I can fix it forever, and no one will re- actually realize that I'm a big piece of shit, uh, and I'm actually fucking terrible, I'm a terrible fucking person, uh, and saying these things out loud, he kind of, like, has, like, a full breakdown, like, falling to the ground, like, admitting to him, like, not admitting, but, like, telling himself that he's, like, a really, really shitty person, and then finally, um, utters the words, I'm a monster, uh, and then spikes begin to erupt from his back star wipe at the end.
1: A large portion of my notes for this, uh, episode are, Stephen, why are you always lying? <laughs> Stephen,
0: stop. Stephen, talk... <laughs> Uh, any percent speed run, Steven talks to somebody about his feelings.
1: Yeah. Um, Literally
0: anybody about his feelings.
1: Yeah. In the, in the, um, the very first, uh, um, well, actually not the very first scene, but like when Steven's talking to the gems, you, they, uh, the camera focuses, uh, on, um, a poster in the background that just says lonely and i know it's lonely blade but it's uh you know a nice little touch yeah just a nice little visual touch that was uh very good
0: it i cannot believe this episode is a normal length episode it is absolutely fucking wild that all the things i just i think it took me as long to describe the episode as the episode is it is so fucking packed with shit.
1: Yeah, I um, mean, Steven Universe is really dense.
0: The you ever just watch somebody have a manic episode in a fucking cartoon?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh-huh.
0: It's really what is happening here. The Steven is me if you uh, like last week when at two in the morning, I cleaned my whole house. Except for this office. This is my my depression den is the office, so it's still a mess. <laughs> Wrap myself in the hundreds of cans.
2: Oh my I'm one God. of like
0: uh I, I I'm one of the like have a million mugs on your bedstand gays or not gays, depression people. Uh you, same thing. Uh <laughs> <laughs> tell me I'm wrong, August.
1: I can't.
0: I know. <laughs> Um, but instead of mugs, it's it's cans because I drink like I drink a lot of like fizzy waters. So it's just like Angry sometimes waters. I just, yeah, I'm just surrounded by water cans. Um, fucking just this show is just like, hey, Steven's having a like just watching somebody have a fuck like absolutely spiral.
2: Mm-hmm. Just like
0: full refining rock bottom. Like I know that like the you know the kind of the outdated advice of like you've got to hit rock bottom before you can get help but sometimes you do just kind of hit rock bottom. Like sometimes your whole life just falls apart.
1: <laughs> yeah. So S- sometimes you just wreck your whole life and that's that's valid. Yeah. I guess.
0: Um we've all been there. Uh the I like how they also they're not they they're purposefully not showing um pink pearl's other half of her face.
1: Yes. Leaving I it noticed a mystery
0: that. as to whether or not she, like that has healed or not. Though the pot that she holds in front of that fa- like side of her face does have a crack in it. I just noticed looking at a screenshot.
1: That's fantastic.
0: Love that. Um I love the topiary Stevens just causing chaos in the background.
1: (laughs) Yes. Uh,
0: This episode is real, like, like, there's lots of like, also, you know, there's a ton of humans in Little Homeworld.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it just goes to show, like, and I think we've commented on it before, Mm -hmm. the way that, like, gym society and human society is really integrated in Beach City. Mm
0: hmm. But, like, even more, like, it seems like there's even more humans than there were at the beginning of the, like, the beginning of future. Mm. Um, Which makes me wonder, like, without Steven there, has there been a big push from the other gems to, like, really bring people in? You know what I mean? Because that seemed to be what, like, Amethyst's push was with her class, was to get them, like, not just, like, teach them new skills, but get them, you know, help them basically not like like adopt and like learn new culture yeah um and arguably like probably it seems like little homeworld's running better without steven <laughs> i hate to say this about him but it does yeah. seem like it's running better without him like i don't yeah. i think that it needed him to get set up but like the gems need to self-determine
2: mm-hmm
0: which is, like, the big, you know, we've had a bunch of episodes about that, of, like, Stephen does not, in fact, know what's best for the gems. That's not his job anymore. Yeah. Um, arguably was never his job, but, you know, somebody had to, somebody had to fight the fascists, I guess. Um... God. apparently also um bismuth has a different voice actor in this episode really yeah uh sh- like the last three episodes they have a different um uh miriam hyman is the voice like voices bismuth in the last three episodes because um uzo uh, uh buddha uh, ad-, ad aduba I can never, I cannot remember how to pronounce her last name, um, was apparently not available to to uh, voice Bismuth, but did voice Bismuth in Bismuth Casual. Hmm. Um, apparently Miriam Hyman is also basically the, like, the pitch-hitting Bismuth voice actor, because um, she voiced the character in uh, the video games as well. Interesting. Probably because Uzo is more expensive, I would imagine.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So. Um, oh, apparently. Oh, oh, I know her. I just didn't know her real name. She's the rapper Robin Hood, Um, who is a rapper I know.
1: Huh. Like personally or?
0: No, no, no. Like I've heard. Yeah. I just didn't okay. realize that was her real name, I guess. Uh, cool. Sick. Um, (sighs) the end, like fucking the ending of this episode is a goddamn, I've, I have been on this exact like thought pattern of being like, all I've got to do is continue to fix things and people won't realize I'm terrible. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, I have 100% been exactly here, uh, before, um, and let me tell you folks, uh, therapy is good for this. Um, Steven.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, mean, I guess
0: I didn't turn into a fucking Godzilla. Um.
1: Yeah, but I probably would have, if I could have. Yeah. Well oh, like, no, it, I took it. It probably, <laughs> huh?
0: I took it in a different direction. Uh, <laughs> mine was much more internalized focused. But uh, also would have frankly would be kind of cool to turn into a big Godzilla.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, probably not in this context. Seems like it was bad time for Steven, but you know, yeah. casually could have been cool.
1: Yeah. Just just having that option would be mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. yeah this is just like detailed descriptions of mental illness in this episode like like Steven Universe future is like how does somebody who has like who, who has experienced trauma like how do they fully spiral into like a, a depressive episode mm-hmm and in to, takes the you know 20 episodes is about the right length it feels like for that uh, probably could have gone with 17
1: um i don't know i still feel like i still feel like we could have we could have gotten away with like 10 yeah probably maybe 12 yeah but i think but
0: we, like i think we would have missed out on some things that would have been fun like the very special episode i think is very fun we probably wouldn't have gotten as much like checking in with the Like, we probably, like, Why So Blue probably doesn't get in there if we do ten episodes. That's fair. Um, Or, I mean, even to that point, I don't think Bismuth Casual makes that cut. And I think that's one of the better episodes of the season.
1: See, the thing is, like, it's just, you know, the first part of the season is so light. Like, it's Mm -hmm. it's not as dense as we would normally... Yeah, it's like a really slow –
0: it's like a really slow build of Steven's, like, anxieties and problems, and then just, like – it's like a – it's like a really slow curve that just, like, kind of ratchets up until it just shoots into the fucking stratosphere.
1: Well, I mean, we've looked at the writing credits, and, like, the front half of the season – there were a lot of new faces and it wasn't until we got you know closer to the back half that we started seeing some of the regulars and that's when things started tightening up so yeah i mean we could we could play you know what if all day though but i do think that if the this, yeah. writing staff had had not changed mm-hmm. this could have easily been you know, 12 episodes and still been just as effective. And we still would have gotten some, some absolute bangers.
0: Oh yeah. Maybe even more so. Um, but I mean, take the 20 episode order. If they give you 20 episodes too, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, get, get that cartoon network money. Um,
1: for what it's worth these days.
0: Yep. Um, all right. Well, Episode 19 also came on out March 27th, written by um, Tane. Uh,
1: We've never figured out how yeah, to pronounce this Gugnard, person's last name.
0: Yeah, Gugnard and then Mickey Brewster. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. You know what? You know what? Is it the best synopsis of the uh, series?
0: Truly, actually, Yes. Um, let me remind you, a previous mm-hmm. episode synopsis, Steven insists that everything's fine. This episode synopsis, everything is not fine. <laughs> 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 fucking A plus oh. put it on the wall. Oh, I'm print god. the synopsis out and put it on my refrigerator. did Oh <laughs> god, that's so good. So fucking good. Um so we pick up where epi- where everything's fine left off. Steven turns into a big fucking pink Godzilla. Um it can be seen he can be seen from little Homeworld, where bismuth and peridot and lapis all rush out um cuz they're like holy shit a big monster's attacking, right? They go into a fa- a- attack mode. Um they arrive to see Connie Greg and the gems uh trying to like reach out to the monster and they're like let's fucking like they're all like let's fucking fight this thing they're like we can't fight this thing that thing is steven they're like what the fuck is he okay um and they're like no he's obviously not okay i don't know why you <laughs> said that like um the gyms, uh steven like slams his head into the cliffside just like caught like basically causing like this giant rock slide as the group tries to get out of the way amethyst explains that they can't get him to listen uh while pearl's confused about like why is this even happening to him connie questions if they can change him back to normal like if they can even change him back to normal at this time uh but garnet kind of sets it out just like as long as steven thinks that he's a monster he's gonna be a monster like that's obviously what's happening here um Steven begins to move towards Beach City, and Bismuth is like, listen, we've got to take care of him, but also we can't let him fucking flatten the city. Um, Garnet tells Connie to try and get the citizens to safety, uh, telling Bismuth, Lapis, and Peridot to try and lure him out into the sea. Uh, They then all, like uh, Pearl and Garnet and Amethyst, all fuse into Alexandrite. Uh, Stephen tries to climb over the temple and toward beat city, but Alexanderite jumps on top of him, covering his eyes. Stephen begins to move and squirm around, bashing Alexanderite between him and the hill, forcing her to unfuse. Peridot then uses her powers to move her and Bismuth through the air and to hit Stephen, getting his attention. Peridot then immediately apologizes, and Stephen, um, jumps out into the ocean to attack them. But now in the, uh, in the ocean, Lapis uses her powers to to uh chain him as the as we have seen her do with other big things um lapis tells everybody that like she can't hold him for very long as the group tries like looks on and they're like what the fuck do we even do here um pearl's like we can't let him like we can't leave him as a big monster uh and garnet's like we've got to be able to reach out and get through to him Uh, (laughs) Amethyst says the thing everybody's thinking, which is like, you know who would have been really good at this? Steven. It's at that Mm -hmm. point that the diamond ship lands beside them with the diamonds and Spinell all coming out, asking if this is a bad time because they can't ever show up when something normal is happening. Um... Uh, Spinel comes out and immediately notices the big fucking monster and the diamonds uh, follow her and notice the situation White states that uh, why is something bad always happening when we get here and Blue asks like, what the fuck is up with that monster and Garnet's like that's Steven. and they're like oh my fucking god Blue wonders if uh, steven has been corrupted which I think is probably a fair concern and Yellow wonders uh, how that could have even happened but Garnet tells them that what's important is getting Steven back to normal Steve, uh, yellow then attempts to use her powers to try and revert Steven's physical form, uh, to his normal self, but it proves to be ineffective. Uh, despite shrinking his head is immediately reverted back to full size. Uh, yellow ceases attempting to return this and blue tries to use her powers to like basically to calm him down, like to try and get him to stop, stop raging. Um, but Steven is able to like deflect the clouds, uh, hitting uh, Yellow and um, Spinel, who are laughing uncontrollably. Uh, White then insists that she can help Stephen, uh, that and understands what's going. He's going through. It, she can understand what he's going through. if She can connect to him. She uses her powers to try and do so, and Steven immediately fucking overwhelms her, uh, and she screams, collapsing to the ground as Yellow and White, or Ye- yellow and blue, catch her. Um, Stephen then is able to, like, break free, uh, from her, his chains, um, and, uh, this also, like, Garnet also unfuses from the, like, shockwave from this. Stephen is pushing toward the beach when the cluster hand emerges and, uh, going up and kind of, like, basically, like, hugging Stephen back like, wrapping its arm around him and preventing him from moving any closer. Um, the, the cluster, being extremely strong, is still having a problem holding back Stephen. Um, and they are realizing that Stephen is way stronger than the cluster. Uh, and Pearl's like, we've gotta reach out to him, like, st- like, it doesn't matter if he's this big monster, he's still, like, our kid. We've got to reach out, we've got to get through to him. Uh, and then basically everybody starts kind of having a pity party. They're like, like we're doing, we've done such a poor job of giving him advice. We weren't there for him. Like this is all of our fault. Till finally, Connie, voice of reason, is like, hey you know what it is your fucking fault like stop grieving and blaming yourself because that's not solving the fucking problem here uh she points out that steven has always put everybody's feelings before his own and that they've always had him around when they needed him um but points out that Steven has never had somebody in his life like that, that like there's no one like whenever he's had a tough time, he's had to suck it up and comfort everybody else around him. And now it's time for them to fucking do that for him. Um, this motivates Ruby and Sapphire to fuse back into Garnet once again, and she devises a plan. She has Yellow make her real big. <laughs> um, I don't know why she didn't just make everybody real big, but, you know, whatever. There wasn't a lot of time to figure this out. Um, and they all basically rush out into, uh, the ocean just as Steven overpowers the cluster. Um, they basically, they kind of all group hug Steven <coughs> and, uh, explain to him calmly that he's helped them, uh, so much that they are there for him, uh, when like they are now going to be there for him whatever he needs however long it needs it takes then Connie comes up last uh, and starts and states that she understands everything he went through and how he was scared to show his more negative side to them because he was afraid that they were going to judge him she reassures him that everyone will always support him in the way that he has always supported them. And she notes that she doesn't have his healing powers. Um, but then she kisses him to comfort him and the scene cuts to black as a pink droplet, uh, is punctuated in the darkness. The scene is then illuminates to show pink drops falling into the ocean. As Stephen cries from everybody's touching remarks of unconditional love, Steven's, um, tears start to glow following followed by the rest of him as he starts to transform back as the scene fades uh, Stephen is fully returned to normal. He wakes up covered in a sheet to find all of his friends and family are surrounding him and standing, including the cluster, is also there. Uh, Stephen starts to remorsefully tear up over the trouble that he's caused first, but then Lion licks him in comfort. This causes Steven to feel a little bit better and he starts to, to, um, uh, laugh and then sob, clinging to Lion, star wipe at the end. Oh boy. Cool Lordy. <laughs> Connie actual MVP of Steven Universe. Yeah. Um Why can't any of these adults be emotionally available? <laughs> why is the kids got to do it all the time? Because this is an anime. That's why. That's the actual reason.
1: <laughs> I I kind of take issue with with the the connie's thesis just because it's like at the very least the crystal gems and greg have been trying the best they can to reach out to steven Mm -hmm. this entire fucking time it's not like they've left him high and dry yeah that's true
0: and i mean he's not communicating either like yeah they've asked him a bunch like what does he need and he won't tell them right but like,
1: yeah, I mean,
0: and also it's Connie has come to this realization like Connie has been kind of low key doing the same and has come to this realization at this moment. Like, like that, that maybe I don't necessarily know if it started out like this, but what the real problem has become is like Stephen doesn't know how to process all the negative feelings that he has, like his annoyance yeah. and his frustration with the gems. His anger at all of the things that have happened to him and his disappointment and frustration with, like, not being able to have, like, a normal life where he's not threatened. Um, yeah. And not being able to express those things until they finally, like, bubble out of him. And it's, like, partially, like, I think Connie's condemnation is also, like, point, like, is about herself, Right. Like Mm -hmm. we don't need to focus on ourselves right now. We've got to like, we've got to like suck it up. We've got to do what Steven has always done, which is like, yeah, put our, you know.
1: Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. like in the moment, everybody's wallowing and like they, they, the use of the, the lighting in that scene to, to kind of demonstrate everybody wallowing and making it about themselves versus Mm -hmm. Connie cutting through the bullshit and the clouds clear. Uh, that's all really good. And I, you know, Connie definitely, like, has a point about in that moment they need to to put on, you know, pull up their britches and, you know, be there for Steven yeah. instead of, you know, being in their own heads about it. But, but it, it, like, it does
0: come across as though, like, that's been the problem the entire series. And that's, in fact, not true. Yeah. Which I don't think the show, I think it's just like. Poor wording because I don't think the show believes that either because they've been making a very pointed effort of like Stephen Stephen's lack of communication being the actual problem. Mm. Like that is that's the entire point of the plant cactus episode (laughs) and him going to the doctor, you know, Um, yeah, and then like, you know, him not being able to like process bad feelings, basically, yeah. because he doesn't have the framework of being able to you know because he's always had mm-hmm. to be positive he's everybody's rock what happens when you're everybody's rock and in fact you're falling apart um but you are right that it does like it It feels weird because it seems like it's like it's implying that that's the thesis of the show because this is the penultimate episode of the series <laughs> Yeah. Um, which I don't like I think what's wrong with Steven has evolved over Steven Universe future. Because I think it started with a kid who has trauma who's been repressing it. Now now no longer having the work to be able to distract you, you know, and how mm-hmm. that how you spiral out from being basically not being able to process being in your own head, you know. Mhm. Um and the answer is as we will find out in the next episode getting a fucking therapist.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I uh Greg Greg being like, you know, whatever you need, I'll 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 get it for you. Like, how about a fucking therapist, you Greg? Sh- you should have gotten him a therapist. Well, I mean, given
0: it's been like 2 days since the whole van explosion thing. Yeah. So it seems like the I think Steve, it feels like Steven Universe future probably takes place over, like, the course of, like, six or so months with, like, mm-hmm. the last, like, six episodes happening maybe within a week, maybe. Yeah. Um. So up until the hospital thing, it's really hard to, like, you know, Gre- Greg has a job. He was doing his job.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, he's had... He's had, what, two years to understand that what his son went through could be traumatic and didn't fucking think to get him a therapist?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, when people keep telling you that they're they're fine and they're acting normal, you know. Yeah. You don't know what you don't know, especially if people are telling you that they're fine. And maybe Steven thinks he's fine when you have... You know, I can say from experience that, like, as long as you've got something to focus on, you can look real normal to everybody around you. Yeah. They just don't see the fact that, like, you're not sleeping or eating or, like, taking care of yourself properly because you're doing just enough things to keep up appearances. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I like everybody trying their like i like little i need uh i would like a mini figure like a figurine of like godzilla steven with a tiny head
1: <laughs> yeah yeah they're like
0: we got uh, th- somebody was looking at the script and was like oh we got to put like one joke in here don't we um
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's two jokes because Peridot's, uh You Never Gave Up On Me For Some Reason I Don't Understand was pretty fucking funny.
0: <laughs> Peridot, MVP of like the best lines of every episode she's in. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why you didn't. You probably should have. I was a real fucking fucker. Yeah. I like also I White her. being like, why is something always happening when we show up? What the fuck is wrong with you people? <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to be fair, like, the previous times they showed up, they were the drama, so. it's true. Uh, I mean, I don't think they,
0: <clears throat> not in the movie, that well, wasn't necessarily Not in the fault. movie, yeah.
1: you're right, you're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. The time before that, though, they were the drama.
0: Mm-hmm. Um... Everybody hugging big Steven is a good little visual.
1: It's very good.
0: Mm-hmm. Con- Connie, especially. Yeah. Oh, go on. Sorry.
1: I was going to say, especially Spinell, mm-hmm. just the, the noodle arms looped around everybody. That was a, a very good visual gag. <laughs>
0: um, I also like Connie, Connie. I don't know why Connie isn't in more of Steven universe future. It might just be a scheduling thing. Um, Like, they didn't have access to the voice actor very much, and so they weren't, they didn't, they they could only use her for certain, like, they couldn't put her in more episodes. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But, like, the use, the the episodes in which Connie is in, she is very good, and I'm, like, she was very good in this episode as well. Like, her her monologue to to Big Steven is, is very cute and sweet.
1: It's very good. Man, this this sure was a lot, though. Truly. And I like the, the subtle messaging. Like, even when you feel unlovable, you're still worthy of love. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's very clear that Steven, especially... Like, especially with, like, the actual monster design, choosing to have him be really spiky Mm -hmm. was a a nice visual storytelling choice. Um, You know, just. It's very good.
0: Yeah, for real. And, like, also. Like, it's. They are like. Not re- like, I mean, I guess like it's couched in metaphor because he turns into a big monster. but like the like they don't they explain why he does it, and like their explanations as to why he does it are like one for one, like this is just how like depression works. You convince mm-hmm. yourself you're a big piece of shit because all you can do is focus on all things that you're doing wrong. Um mm-hmm. and you, you know, you think that like if you stop doing, all of, like, if anyone finds out that you're not the perfect person that you, th- like, you think that you're projecting to them, like, or if you falter for even one moment, uh, everybody's gonna leave you, uh, and it's like, yeah, this may be why uh, I like Steven Universe Future as much as I do, uh, considering that is exactly how the bad parts of my brain make me think, so.
2: <laughs> Cultural yeah, references.
0: Steven's monster form is most likely a reference to Godzilla, you don't say. <laughs>
2: what no
0: they also stretch and be like steven's monster form may also be a reference to the great ape from gods like from a dragon like the when the saiyans turn into a big monkey i'm like i don't think so i really don't think that is uh true here <laughs> yeah
1: that's that's a bit of a stretch hmm
0: Apparently, have you seen the Inuyasha movie The Castle Beyond the Looking Glass? That
1: would require me to give a shit about Inuyasha.
0: Yeah, fair. Apparently, like, the... It, it's apparently... There's apparently the Connie kissing Big Steven is, like, a visual reference to that. Hmm. Which is maybe true. I don't know. I haven't... Like, I watched Inuyasha on... Adult Swim. I didn't even real. Well, I mean, I guess logically it makes sense that there's a movie because every anime gets a movie, really. So
1: I just never Except watched it. Except for Other Side Picnic. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: But yeah, like the the thing I really appreciate in Steven Universe future is it being extremely blunt. That it's like, this is what trauma and depression look like. These are mm-hmm. real, like, it's not a realistic world, but these are realistic dep- depictions of, like, what, you know, what people going through these sorts of things kind of are going through. hmm I mean, Heightened turned up to, like, 20, because I don't turn into a big Godzilla monster. Um, yeah. But, you know, it makes sense.
1: Yeah, and I mean, like, the target audience is teenagers, and teenagers feel things so much more intensely because, you know, brain's still cooking. Yeah, exactly. So. I, like,
0: great, like, you know, it's a good show for its, like, I think it's a good cartoon for its particular target audience.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, it's not... I, th- I think, like, even a younger, odd like, I th- I think that maybe if you're, like, 16 or 17, you might be too cool to watch this. But if you're, like, 13, 14, I think this is probably solid, solid television. Yeah. I mean, I think it's good if you are 16 or 17 years old. I think it has good, important messages for you. But also, you know, I don't know if cartoons are still uncool. I don't know. Daniel's only 14, so I, I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> Mm. I don't know what teenager like my knowledge of what's up with teenagers is is proportional to how old he is (laughs) fair all right anything else about the these last three episodes before we go into like what is truly the epilogue
1: nope I think I'm good
0: okay finally episode 20 The future came out on March 27th, written by Lamar Abrams and Mickey Brewster. Official synopsis. Steven is finally ready to move on. Um, I can't beat that last one.
1: (laughs) No, you can't.
0: This is just the best one. I'm glad on the last episode of Steven universe for us, we got the best synopsis. (laughs) Uh, Stephen is on the beach, uh, doing that, like, weird Korean workout that we've seen before. Um, I don't know if you noticed it, but we've seen that workout before in a previous episode. Yeah.
1: I remember we- we commented on it, and we're like, this- this seems like a reference to something, but we had to look up what it was. Yeah,
0: because it was like a- it's a very- apparently extremely Korean thing that we don't understand. Um... Connie and Lion warp in. She asks Steven if he wants to do uh, one last routine before he moves out, which he agrees to. Uh, in Steven's bedroom, Steven and Connie plan Steven's schedule. Connie asks him how everyone took the news about Steven moving out. And he basically told everyone in Beach City and his dad. But uh, he hasn't told the gyms yet. And Connie's like, what the fuck? You've got to tell the gyms you're moving out like today. He's like, I don't. Have any idea how they're going to take it? Uh, because the gems are so protective of me, and the last, it's been, uh, you know, they've been really protective of me. Apparently, it's been a few months since like the big, big Godzilla si- it incident. Um, he wonders it how he wants to let them down easy. Later that day, Garnet, Amethyst, and Pearl return uh via the warp pad, and they see Steven waiting for them. He then shows Garnet uh, the gems that he has made personally made um cookie cats Uh, i'm assuming following the binging with babish video on youtube much like i would um the gems eat some of them including pearl who takes an extremely tiny bite but she does take a bite showing growth for pearl um the gems then do a version of the cookie cat song that steven sang to them at the very first episode of the show um and Steven compares his abandonment of everyone else to Cookie Cat, much like we do at the end of every episode. Um, and he thinks that the, maybe the reason that he left is, like, maybe he had to move forward despite making a difficult decision. He then quickly announces to the gym uh, with hesitation that he has decided to move out. He will be moving out the next day. Um, and that he has a, a plan to visit everybody. He's going to come back all the time. Uh, that he's not going to, you know... That, uh and that the gyms can't talk him out of this decision and the gyms are like yeah that seems good like that it seems like that's a great idea actually like you probably need like you've you're we're very proud of you for showing a desire for independence seems like well, that was a little weird but oh okay i, I i'm glad they took it well steven then goes to a little home world where bismuth lapis and peridot um are not doing well with this news <laughs> <laughs> mm. Uh these codependent bitches just cannot stand the idea of Steven being gone. Um Bismuth begs him not to leave. Lapis tries to assure him that running away uh does not result in good things and Peridot is just crying um showing how she doesn't want Steven to leave and that there won't be anyone else like him to commemorate everything that they've been through. Steven hands out gifts for everybody to remember him. He gives Peridot an old Steven Universe shirt from the original series. Uh, he gives a drawing kit with a bunch of uh, watercolors to Lapis. Um, and to Bismuth, he gives Rose's battle flag um, because there's no one who's more of a crystal gem than Bismuth. They all hug and crying. It's all very it's all very cute and sad and, like in fact, made me tear up. Um, before te- uh, heading out, Jasper walks through a wall <laughs> and then leans against the broken remains of that wall. Too cool for school. Um, and she's like, well, if you're leaving, then I've got to join you because I am your bodyguard. And uh, he's like, Jasper, I'm strong enough to protect myself. She's like, I know, stupid fucking strong asshole. Um, uh, but she... Um Stephen remarks like, geez, even Jasper's more upset than the gems were. He heads back to this temple and he gives Amethyst his old video games. Um, he then gives Pearl his ukulele. And he gives Garnet his like wedding book that he used to plan Ruby and Sapphire's wedding. All of them. All of them are like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Whatever about it. And Stephen's like, OK, well, this is. Super weird I, I thought everybody would be more upset than this, but okay, he's trying to kind of like um the but uh Gardit it reassures him that everything is gonna be fine and she says that even with her future vision, it's up to him to figure out uh, what he wants to do when he leaves and she walks away and he he cries a little bit. Uh, Steven has all of his things packed up, but he's a little upset over the fact that the gems, uh, despite knowing them leaving, didn't basically didn't react the way they was expecting. Greg tells him that they still love him and that they're probably trying to be supportive. Steven's gift to Greg is his old room and a wall poster of Carrie Moonbeam, a fake David Bowie, stating that he is now able like that he should just move in with the gems. Ah, uh, they lay down on the bed, and Greg appreciates the gift, stating how he finally is getting some well-deserved rest. And Stephen, ah, uh, like it—it's a nice symmetry. Like Greg is settling down, and and Stephen is heading out onto the road. Um, outside the temple, Stephen says goodbye to everybody, Uh and, and including Connie and Greg. Ah, uh, he kisses Connie. It's like our big on-screen kiss. They waited till the very last episode to do it, I guess. Um, he intends to head to a bread, bed and breakfast uh, Connie is like give me a text when you get there and he's like yeah I won't forget don't worry um, afterwards he says goodbye to the gems who are still smiling at, with each of them giving Steven a goodbye hug he drives off on the Dondai uh, he's like looking kind of back in the rear view mirror of everybody just getting increasingly more like freaked out um And suddenly, he halts the car, throwing it in reverse, and coming back, uh, and he's like, hey, why are you guys upset about me leaving? And then the gems immediately burst into tears, and they're like, we're so fucking upset that you're leaving, but we didn't want to be sad and make you feel like you should stay. Oh my god, we don't want you to go, holy fuck. Um, they all have a big cry, um, explain- they explain that they didn't want, like, their sadness to prevent Steven from leaving, um- but uh but whatever they, they reassure steven that like with whatever future that he has put together that they are going to be part of it everybody expresses their love uh for each other after one last goodbye steven leaves his old home for a new path in his life he passes the big donut where everybody is waving goodbye to him we also find out that cheeseburger backpack was given to onion this is important lore uh and Healy's Beach City ending the episode and the series forever. The end. The last Star Wipe.
1: Oh, boy.
0: This is a cute... This is a great epilogue episode.
1: It is. It is very good. Um, I liked it a lot. It what, It. It was a little jarring... Mm-hmm. To just have it thrown out that it was several months later mm-hmm. after especially after like the run up uh, c- coming at it but um, overall it was really good really cute loved that it was so low stakes um, had a lot of good moments uh,
0: yeah. I like that they like they visual I also like that they ought, like they acknowledge that Steven didn't just get better because everyone said they loved him like he got professional help he is he is yeah. seeing a therapist like he is make, like probably wouldn't have made this decision without that therapist you know mm mm-hmm. mhm i thought that was very good that they put that in there
1: yes finally finally, finally the our boy. boy has gotten therapy <laughs> finally
0: <laughs> um the cookie cat the the Jim singing the cookie cat song is so fucking
1: wholesome. It's so good. It's so good. Um uh, And I love that even Pearl eats some of the cookie cat. Right? Like that's so good. Pearl is such a great mom.
0: It's true. Um I love the B team. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh
1: where am I going to get another Steven from Peridot?
0: <laughs> uh I'm glad that they give the battle flag to to bismuth too. It's very like that's very fitting and good for that character.
2: Mhm.
1: Mhm. Um. And I really liked the fact that Steven was like, you know, is the you know, is this thought petty and Greg was like you're allowed to have whatever thoughts you want even if they are petty like yeah
0: which is like good like it is it is weird to tell your your moms that hey i'm moving out and then they're like okay cool (laughs) that's weird
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: um i love when they they break down crying I i love that like Amethyst is like I'm never gonna erase your games. I'm just gonna literally put in case these in amber. Like, yeah. I also love that the, Pearl's inconsolable. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. And Garnet like the 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 visual gag of of her like basically like gushing tears behind, behind the her glasses yes.
2: yes, so good.
1: Oh.
0: And Greg finally gets to live in a house.
1: <laughs> yep. And Pearl isn't going to hate it. Yeah.
0: I feel like they, they they're definitely growth. much they're an radically better place than they were, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like the the endings all make sense for the characters. Like it real like this is this is an epilogue like they really earned this epilogue, I feel like.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: also Connie and Stephen kissed yeah. and that was
0: cute it was very cute um, and they're going to have like breakfast together at the bed and breakfast because Stephen has a, a lion that can like transcend time and space so you know they can have dates anywhere yeah. he's at sure. <laughs> like you do Yeah. and Onion gets the cheeseburger backpack this confirms that Onion is in fact half Jim Yes. I don't know why. Absolutely. I will not be taking any further
1: questions. (laughs) The cheeseburger backpack can only be wielded by uh, Beach City's defender. It's
0: true. And Onion's the new defender of Beach City. Yes. Um, This is like a really good... I mean, it's just like a great little epilogue. Yeah. It's like just... It's a like if it like Steven Universe future a little up and down, but like this, this is a great ending for the show.
1: Yeah. And honestly, like. I feel like if you want a good epilogue to the show in general, you could still just watch this episode standalone and, you know, you would it would be a good app, a good epilogue just on its own. Yeah. Like even without the the rest of future leading up to it. Yeah, I think you it might be a little confusing, but I mean, it wouldn't be a perfect epilogue, but mm-hmm. I mean, if you I know there are a lot of people who don't like Future. Yeah. So I mean, I the, I'm not one of them. Yeah. It's
0: hard to but. It, it's hard for a show to have two ending episodes and they were both good.
2: <laughs> mhm.
0: <laughs> Cuz like I lo- love the the like the last episode of season five of the main like of the main show, like the song, yeah. the like um, the song is perfect because it like wraps up the message that, you know, season five was really bringing to bear. Mm hmm. But like Steven Universe features like a whole different kind of show than the main series.
1: It really is. Yeah.
0: They were like, we could do <laughs> we could just do a victory lap, but instead we're not <laughs> actually. Mm hmm. And you got to appreciate the gusto. All right. What, what do we think? What do we think about Steven Universe Future now that we have come to the end of it? August.
2: Um.
1: I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to rank the seasons in my head yeah. and it's like. Future comes in at the, I would say, solidly in the middle of the pack for me. That's fair. Which isn't to say that, because I think, I think my favorite season was season two still.
0: Season two is um, really good. I think I like season three more. But it's like 1A1. I mean, I also really like season five.
1: Season five was really good. Um, but, you know, it's not not... It's, I don't want to say it's not my least favorite as if my least favorite means that I disliked it. Right. This is all right. You know,
0: I, I think we can confidently say Steven Universe is an extremely good show. Yes. Like if you look at its contemporary, like in the the fact that it like stands with like a lot of good contemporary, like probably one of the like highest highs that Cartoon Network was putting out shit at like. hmm you have regular show you have adventure time that's at that point running on like f- every fucking cylinder um okay KO comes out about this time uh i think craig of the creek is premiering about this time and then mm-hmm. you've got steven universe like oh uh, also gumball like Gumball, while not, like, as emotionally impactful as Steven Universe, probably one of the, like, coolest-looking shows when it comes to, like, uses of mixed media. Oh, yeah. So, like, but, like, from a storytelling perspective, Steven Universe is, like, wild by comparison to other animated series. It's in the upper echelon, Mm -hmm. I feel like.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's
0: not just storytelling. Like, its visuals are great, like, for the visuals that it's doing, like, for of being an- ex- It has- Yeah, go on, sorry.
1: It has a really good aesthetic, mm-hmm. and there's a lot you can do with a good aesthetic. Like, even, even when the animation isn't at its best, because they have such a good aesthetic, it doesn't look- Outside of outside of some frames, you can cherry pick. Yeah, you know it doesn't look bad. Like and honestly, it's- when it
0: comes to animation, if you freeze frame at mm. any given point, you probably find something that looks real fucking weird. Yeah, because in betweens are just a thing in animation.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Um and also I really like that it's like, it's an anime. It's a heavily inspired by anime without,
2: Mm.
0: without like being like an anime ripoff show.
1: Yeah. Like anime is baked into the
0: DNA of this thing, but you know.
1: Yeah. Not to, not to, to cast aspersions on avatar because I love avatar and avatar is another great, you know, great show, but it's like, in some ways, Avatar is is kind of a slave to some of the anime roots mm-hmm. that it has, in a ways that Steven Universe is not. When they're both very deeply rooted in the anim- anime aesthetic, right? Um, so,
0: I mean, I guess I get why I've, I I get why some people don't like this season it makes the main character kind of unlikable.
1: Yeah. And I mean, especially the first, the first half, mm-hmm. just, it's just not as good as like the rest of the series and, and a lot of respects, yeah. which isn't to say it's bad, but you know, like, like I've said before, it's just not as dense. And if you're coming into Steven universe future, expecting it to be like Steven universe was in the beginning, it definitely was not. And so that could be off-putting. Yeah.
0: Because it's, it wanted to be a slow burn, but the pacing was a little bit off initially. Mm-hmm. But when, it, I mean, when it finds its footing, holy shit. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, And I mean, I, I, I guess I, I also like it because, like, it was, uh, you know. I'm coming, like you know. Show comes to me when I'm finally gotten good and healthy, uh, and then the pandemic hits. I'm starting to feel real not healthy again, as we all did. Um, so it was nice to have have this, have this. I guess personally, as somebody who also really like Steven Universe was a very important show to me, a full grown fucking adult. So, mm. and again. I would Hey, animation. I know that like Hollywood now currently hates animation. We're in like one of the boom bust periods of like the bust period of animation. But somebody just give Rebecca Sugar something to do. Uh, Because I honestly think that Rebecca Sugar could probably make an amazing show given the chance. I don't know if it's lack of like opportunities given to Rebecca Sugar or maybe Rebecca Sugar is just steven universe was such a tumultuous thing to produce that maybe that they're they kind of don't want to be part of the machine anymore to that degree because like i know that they still help like they help a lot because they had like a guest they 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 wrote some songs and had like a little guest spot on amphibia um which was very cute like rebecca sugar sang a um like a, a uh, like a holiday carol thing as like this walk like this kind of like wandering troubadour throughout an episode. Um, that was like it's a very fun little song because it's like um I believe let me double check something before I talk out my ass. Okay, yeah. So, like, um... Like, it's it's very... F- it's like a fun little song. It's like a Christmas carol written by a person who grew up in a Jewish household.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, it's a
0: good little song. Um... So... But I would just like to see... What Rebecca Sugar could make. <laughs> Give... Let Rebecca Sugar direct the second season of (laughs) G-Witch is what I'm actually saying.
1: God, think of a Uh mech
0: anime written by Rebecca Sugar.
1: Oh, man. Oh.
0: That would be so much. I think it might just be G-Witch. Like, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Utena in space. Yeah, probably. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Should we uh move on to uh listener yeah, questions listener slash comments?
0: Question what the fuck did I just say? <laughs> I don't know. Um Alrighty, let's do 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 do. do, do. So you too can ask us questions uh in our Discord. Like we will continue like the gay space chatting section will just continue to be like the section for the show. I'm not going to change the name. Um, And uh, we'll continue to talk about the Owl House when we get to the Owl House about in that in that section. Um, I'm going to save Izzy's first question actually for last. Okay. Um, But Izzy asks a few questions for everything's fine. Um, <laughs> and everything's fine how fucking scene did you feel when Steve uh, with how Stephen was acting like oh
2: boy truly
0: like, like I said like that,
2: that that's
0: a probably one of the better depictions of somebody like dealing with some shit going through like a full on manic episode
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: I've ever seen on television yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. And it was very rude of you to call us out like that, Izzy. It's true.
0: Banned. Um <laughs> Uh hold on a second. You won't actually know why you've been banned for uh for like a whole week, but this is gonna be funny to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I was about to do it too, so you can you can do the honors. Yeah.
0: There we go. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, I am my monster. Uh, Steven's monster form and how everybody reacts to it makes me feel so many emotions. Do you think that the uh, corruption attack that the diamonds did to Earth was based on emotions? Looking at how Steven's emotions uh, changed him for comparison. I think that's actually a really good point. Because like, yeah, the diamonds were lashing out out of like, you know, uh, m- like a mournful, let's the the un like the unmitigated like mourning they felt of like pushing away and then losing this person they were so close to, fucked them up personally. So I can't, um, I can uh, definitely imagine that like the combined outpouring of their powers. Um, yeah. I do wonder that like if they had done a similar outpouring of power but with pink if it would have like just like turned the fucking earth to a cinder or whatever because they seemed like you know because if you remember they're confused that the corruption happened like because that's not what was supposed to happen they were all supposed to die you know
1: yeah yeah that makes sense
0: Um, and then finally on the future, the nondescript amount of time between the episodes makes the finale episode feel a little weird. Do you all think Steven was ready to leave? I mean, I we already kind of comment on this, just kind of like, it's weird that it just kind of like, oh, and there was a time jump. But I mean. Yeah. I don't know. Is it better to show the like. I think it's it would have been interesting to show like have it like a kind of an in-between episode of Steven getting help and stuff like that but also like it's an interesting episode is it a good episode you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like how do where do you write like that may have gotten pitched in a writer's room but like turning that into like an 11 minute episode of TV you know seems i i can see why they maybe went with the time jump you know what i mean
1: yeah and i mean and as far as like the second part of the question Mm -hmm. i don't personally know if steven was ready to leave but like it was very clearly something that he needed to try yeah
0: i think it's the right ending for the series for sure yeah I don't know if necessarily the character. I think that's also true. Like, I don't think the character knows if he's ready to leave. You know, but like, he's got to. He's got to make this change. Like for his own well being, yeah. for his own mental state, he has got to step out on his own and kind of take the time to be away from everybody to focus on himself. I think is probably. You know, I'm assuming the therapist is like, you probably should move out. <laughs> Um, your nebulous amount of age, like, <laughs> yep, Steven's I guess, 18 by the end of this series, or, uh, I mean, listen, he's been through a lot. He seems to be an extremely capable kid for his age, so he's probably going to be fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah.
0: And then we have from Sean, uh, on Homeworld Bound, is Blue Diamond's power, new power, just drugs? And the answer is yeah yes um some people have said not me but some people have said that marijuana is real actually nice for your brain chemicals (laughs) Mm. i would never say that because it is illegal um and i wouldn't keep any of it in my house authorities that are listening (laughs) i have none (sighs) because i think it's bad but some people say it's really good, actually, and you should, you know, obviously in moderation. Uh, but, you know. The end. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. end. Cops don't so. listen to this next part. <laughs> um. And finally, we're going to go back to Izzy's first question. An extremely important question. What would our yes. gym sonas be?
1: Um my gem sona would be Iolite. Okay.
0: Okay. What does um, this look like? How do I spell it?
1: Um I-O-L-I-T-E. Okay. Oh, that's a nice one. Uh, nice. it's a gym. Yeah, it's a gym that uh the really good quality stuff shifts between blue and purple depending on the lighting and like the the faceting and stuff really pretty um it's what's in my engagement ring okay um it's uh my favorite stone so obviously that's my gym sona um and uh i think that my gym sona would be a a more monstrous gym sona um because obviously it has to be harpy like in some way Mm -hmm. um but i don't think it's necessarily like corruption related it's just yeah just kind of that's just who i am as a person yeah so i mean that's not far off from lapis
0: with like her wings out it's just like don't have arms somebody has made an iolite by the way i found it on (laughs) while googling pictures of iolite
1: that doesn't surprise me i mean you know there's probably a gym sona for just about every gym out there Oh yeah, for
0: sure um i don't know i don't know much things about gems um
1: damn it jim i'm a blacksmith not a jeweler exactly
0: yeah um <laughs> you're this search oh my god i just saw it at the top of the google this search may be relevant to recent activity Uh, Iolite Steven (laughs) did you basically mean Iolite Steven universe (laughs) oh oh there's so many Iolites August oh no
1: (laughs) that's fine
0: um I don't know I don't know enough about wait what Hold on a second. Okay, okay, Lord Almighty! Somebody did such a like a solid reproduction of the like Dove Positivity Campaign art style that I thought that there was like an Iolite gem in canon for the Dove Positivity thing. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, August it's canon! <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! The, the, get big props to you, Star Underscore Doodles on the aminosapp.com. <laughs> I don't know what any of those things I just said are, but, you know. Um, I'm trying to think of, like... I just know metallurgy, really. Um.
1: Well, I mean, bismuth is technically a metal. That's
0: true. Um... What's interesting is because, like, carbon forms crystalline structures inside of steel, and that's what actually makes, like, steel hard. Uh, but I can't be, like, carbon crystal because that's just a diamond. <laughs> um, uh, um, I am also bloodstoned. That's A fair. Bloodstone, the coolest, most anime. Jim. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else we want to? Anything else we want to say about Steven Universe before we go?
1: I can't think of anything. I feel. I feel like I've said my piece about Steven Universe over the course of this. This last two years. Good show. Uh, Yeah.
0: Really good show. A shame that it went through so much bullshit that it had to go through. Yeah. And like, but I'm glad that it, you know, (sighs) Legend of Korra, like, creaked open that door. But like, Steven Universe threw itself fully on the fucking rocks (laughs) for like gay representation Mm -hmm. in, in animation. Um, and won awards and like through that, through a lot of hardship really opened the door. Cause like, you know, f- without the success of Steven Universe, we probably don't get things like the Owl House and Legend of, uh, or not Legend of She-Ra of just She-Ra, just, just She-Ra. <laughs> um, and like the general, like, like low key, expanse of like queer representation in children's animation like there's queer characters in craig of the creek like one of the main characters of those three kids like is queer um
1: oh that mm-hmm. reminds me of some sad cartoon what news happened? uh oh right um,
0: it happened while we were gone
1: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah the thing hamish was uh concerned about <laughs> Yeah. Dead end, paranormal. Dead end, Park. paranormal Though I mean Yeah. At least it didn't look like they, they axed it because it was queer. It looks like they axed it because they axed like a million fucking things. Yeah. So it was just uh the shitty shitty benign capitalism, not just not targeted hate. So, you know, that's at least okay, I guess. Yeah. Um would have loved to see season I mean, three with what they set up. Yeah. But I mean, we'll get volume. Like I'm excited for volume three of the 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 graphic novel for sure. Because I would like. I, I am. I'm interested to see what what Hamish does with the story. Also, mm-hmm. give Hamish Steele another show.
2: <laughs> Actually, yes.
0: just give Hamish st- like not another show. Just somebody pick up Dead End and just like give Hamish Steele a third a- third season. Because at least like that's the you know, the thing I can say about Steven universe is at least they got to tell their story to the end. Yeah. Um, but good show, important show in the, like the larger landscape of animation for what it was able to do for representation. All right. Well, next time we will be watching. We're going to go from this to another ending of sorts. Going to be la- watching the last Evangelion movie, uh, Neo Genesis Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0. This is not the end, right? Or hold on a second. Oh no, sorry. 3.0 plus 1.0, thrice upon a time. Um, calling to the fact that they have ended the, this is the third canonical ending to the Evangelion. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Uh, you can find that on Amazon prime. If you have Amazon prime, uh, it's like the extended edition that's on there, but like it, it adds like literally two minutes of footage. It's basically the same as the theatrical release. It the other ones had bigger, bigger updates because they like touched up the CG and stuff and like 1.0 and 2.0. <clears> hmm. <throat> but mm-hmm. 3.0 plus 1.0 is basically the theatrical release. Um and then after that, we will be starting The Owl House. Uh it's available on Disney Plus. Um if for whatever reason you can't get a hold of it, uh just hit me up. I've got an uncle who works at Disney and I'll help you out. Um I think how we're going to do the Owl House is we're going to watch two episodes of the Owl House at a time, not three.
1: Yeah, no, three would be too much. But
0: one seems like not enough. Yeah. So we'll be watching the Owl House two at a time. um, And then probably change that schedule up when we get to the the TV TV movie episodes. But we'll figure that out when we come to that bridge. Um, mm-hmm. Also, in February, the second Thursday of February, on the 9th, right? That's what we settled on?
1: Uh, No, because I'll be out of town on the, the 16th. Yes. yes. Okay,
0: cool. On the 16th of February, August and I will be returning to streaming. Unfortunately, we've had to put Metal Gear Monday to dead to not to dead i mean it is dead but we put it to bed we didn't kill it (laughs) you can't prove that we did you've got no evidence copper um but on thursday we're going to return to uh to a fair like roughly weekly stream um but uh everybody rip to metal gear mondays say hello To heavy Metal Gear Poisoning, our new weekly stream while where August and I replay Metal Gear Solid series. (laughs) (laughs) Because we're fucked up we're terrible fucked up people is what we are. (laughs) Um
1: Eh, it's fine. Yeah. This is this is this is what normal people do.
0: Normal people definitely stream the same game over and over again. Um maybe we'll play the PS1 version of Metal Gear this time. Okay. Cuz we played the GameCube version that has like the updated graphics. Um So, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh I might play the 3DS version of Metal Gear Solid 3. <laughs> uh We'll we'll see. There's a lot of weird versions of the, the like there's a lot of Metal Gear versions. Um But so so keep your eyes out on that for February the 16th. Um, what's going on in FTL Land, August? You guys just wrapped up Pathfinder, right? Or the the first uh, arc. We wrapped of up
1: our first Yeah, yeah. By the time you hear this, we will have started on our second arc, which uh, is also a banger. Honestly, everything we've done up until uh, we've done so far has been really, really good. I'm really proud of what we're doing. It's a great time to jump on if you haven't already. But that's
0: another piece of cartoon news that we missed uh was um Wizard of the Coast shitting the bed entirely with their fan base i mean if you needed more reasons to fucking hate wizards of the coast
1: yeah yeah
0: um how many arcs are you guys gonna get out of pathfinder
1: um i think it was it's gonna be like six maybe seven
0: all about the same length i imagine
1: approximately yeah i mean about um, like not
0: you know or are you gonna? Are you going to? Are you gonna room wear it? Where one season we, lasts two years. We
1: accidentally, we accidentally went ham on our third arc, so it might be five episodes long. I don't know. I haven't finished, <laughs> but uh, I'm working with a lot of material here, yeah. so so we'll see.
0: Um, over in room wear Land. Um,
1: Shit's popping off.
0: True, true. Shit, you don't even know August.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I will. I will know by the time this comes mm-hmm. out. But as of this recording, I don't even. know How'd you know. like the
0: ending of Monday's episode?
1: <laughs> oh my god! That's what I've
0: been talking about. Like this feels like the ending of a TV show. Like we really hit that TV show vibe. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's good shit.
0: Um. Also. Dumb kids will be coming back soon.
1: Oh yeah!
0: I don't know when. We haven't discussed that, but we we it 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 will be making a return. We're coming back. Yep. Um. All right. I think it's only fitting that we say it together for the last one.
1: Okay. Did you see the message I, I did. sent I you? I think
0: we should go with the latter of those two.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, In that case, dear listener, please be be like like Cookie Cookie Cat Cat and and leave leave Steven Steven Universe universe behind.
0: behind. (laughs) Peace. Peace.